we've been talking about the rain and, and talking about his righteousness, that it should rain over us. And, and, and I said in my last, last sermon two weeks ago that I'm going to talk about being, I need to talk about being grounded in that word that helps to bring out the righteousness in us. And, and so today, as it is Togo Thanksgiving Day, I just want to start on that new series about being rooted and grounded in his word. Tell your neighbor, be rooted and grounded. Are there any people from Togo today? Like, can I hear an amen from the Togo people? Amen. Right. And, and, and. You know, we will celebrate Togo, and I'm looking forward to that celebration. But before we get there, I just want you to open your Bible and you'll read with me. You'll read with me Psalm 1. That's where we will, we will be, Psalm 1. I will use Psalm 1 as, 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 my, as my main scripture. I'll speak about some things today. We will continue with them. On, on Friday evening in our night vigil or our night prayer. Someone, are you there? If you're there, say I'm grounded. If you're not yet there, say I'm finding my root. <laughs> Someone. Someone. Okay, you're going to read with me from your Bible. That's why I'm going to wait for you to open your Bible. You're going to read with me from your Bible. So I hope you brought your Bible, whatever form it is, never leave your Bible at home. Amen. Are you there? Are you ready now? Okay, one, two, three, go. Blessed is the man. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. The godly are not so, but are like the chaff which wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Amen. I pray that your way will not perish. And because your way must not perish, you must therefore be rooted and grounded. Can you go back to your picture? I've got there, you've got in that picture there a root. And, and, and a root, we can only see it because we have decided to show you the root. But normally you do not see the root. So that's point number one. Normally you do not see the root. But a tree needs to have root in order to stand. And the trees that stand for generations and for a long, long time have roots that go way deep. Point number two. Your roots must go way deep. 
I was walking in the forest some time ago with my family and, and uh, we passed some big trees that were fallen. And so obviously my boys were quite curious. Why are these trees like this? And the reason is because the trees had roots but the roots did not go down. The roots are going on the surface. So as the tree grows bigger, it suddenly becomes too heavy for the root. And what happens to the tree? Boom. It collapses. So your root must go deep. And I want you to remember that picture. That your root must go deep. And that you, roots are the things that we do not see but we need them. We need to have root. Many a times, we are looking out to make sure that we have the things that people see. We want to be seen to be something or somebody or somewhere without having yet established the right foundation, the right root. When they are constructing buildings, especially high-rise buildings like your Bonsesteg or your Hovenstein or your Asa Park or your nice forum building at the university or you know, whatever other high-rise building that they will build. Or if they are building a house in many places around here which are typically swamped with water, they take more time to establish that which goes underground than that which goes above. You understand what I'm saying, church? They take more time to ensure that they've got the right foundation. And within the foundation, they will put steel bars and they will pump in concrete and they will put iron bars and, 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 and reinforced concrete. And Why are they doing that? They are making sure that that which you will not see will sustain that which shall be seen in the future. And so this is why it is important that you and I have root and are grounded. We need to have root and be grounded. So that when we start to blossom and to show the things that are above, the things that are supposed to be evident, they will be forever. Hallelujah. Those things must be forever. They must be for generations. You must be able to leave them and give a legacy to those that are coming after you. But it needs to have root. It needs to be grounded. And so in Psalm 1, we read a scripture. I've talked about verse 1 and 2 in other second, verse 1 mainly in other second. I want to talk about verse 3. First, and then I'll come back to verse 2. Verse 3 says, And ye shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water. Ye shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water. That brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he does shall prosper. That is the, that is the picture of 
of the person who has been described as not having walked or sat or stood or sat down with the wicked, with the sinners, with the scornful. That person will be like a tree that is planted somewhere. You need to be planted somewhere. And the place of planting makes a difference. Tell your neighbor, the place where you're planted makes a difference. It makes a difference. If you are a tree that is planted in the midst of a desert, you cannot bear fruit as a tree that is planted in the midst of a, of a good fertile ground. If you're a tree that is planted among the rocks, you will not produce the same as a tree that is planted in good soil. So where you are planted makes a difference. Tell your neighbor where I'm planted will make, make a difference. This is why the Bible also talks about in a parable that a sower went out to sow. And he throws out his seed. Remember the story. Throws out the seed. And the seed falls in different places. And he says, in the end of it, he says, desire to be like that good soil. Why? Because where the seed is planted makes a difference. I will not talk about soil because you can't change a bad soil to a good soil. But I want to talk about where a tree is planted. And I want to say to you, desire, like the Bible has called you, you are like a tree. Desire to be a tree that is planted next to the rivers of water. And it's, it says rivers of water. <laughs> you need to have a picture of an irrigation plant. Of an irrigation plant land irrigated land for example and the kind of irrigation they would use in this place is they would make sure that the water flows from the river is channeled down in small rivulets or just small drains and as it goes between it's the trees that are planted next to these drains that get the water you understand what I'm, what what the picture was talking about here so it's not just a randomly planted tree. It's a tree that has been planted next to these small rivers. So that when the water flows, it can harvest the water. It can capture the water. It can capture the water that's flowing and cause something to come out of that water. I want you also to understand another thing. That the river continues to flow. Hallelujah. The rivers continue to flow. So whether you are bearing fruit or not, the river, the river continues to flow. The heavens that we have said are open and are pouring down the rain of righteousness. That rain turns into rivers and the rivers will continue to flow. But it is those that are planted next to the waters. Tell a neighbor, I want to be planted next to the water. I, I, I desire to be next to the water. I desire to be, a, I don't want to be in a dry place. I don't know, but if I were you, I'd cry to God to say, God, I don't want to be in a dry place. I want to be next to the water. I want to be next to the water. I want to be next to where I can be watered, next to where I can receive of your goodness, next to the place where I can receive of your grace. Desire to be planted next to the waters. So this is 
This is it. But you know what? For the tree to be able to get the waters, it needs to have root. It needs to have root. It needs to have root. And so he says, and the tree, this tree that is planted by the rivers of water will bring forth fruit. Those fruit in season and the leaf that does not wither, whatsoever it does shall not prosper. For that tree to be able to do that, it needs to be able to access the water. So I've said, yeah, you need to tap into God's ever-flowing waters. You need to access the water. You need to reach out to the water. And how do you reach out to the water of God? You reach out by having root. You reach out by having root. That's why God gave plants roots. He gave them so that they could reach out to the water. And the other part is God has given the plants roots so that they can be grounded. So trees don't move like you and me. What would you do if you saw a tree moving around? <laughs> Trees don't move. I was, I was watching, watching some, some, some cartoons with my kids and there were trees that were moving. And the only reason these trees could move is because the roots were out of the soil. And I said at least the people of the cartoon knew that as long as the tree's roots are in the soil, the tree can't move. But, but once you once you move the once you move the, the roots and uproot, you can move the tree. I was watching the other day when they came around our neighborhood and wanted to change the trees in the street. You know what they did? They brought this huge machine. It just went, just cut into the soil like this. And the tree came out with all its roots. So they say, oh wow. And they moved it to the side. Took another tree out of the truck with all its roots. Covered it up and it looked like it was normal again. Like nothing had been done. The only reason I had noticed it was because I saw them take one big tree with its roots out and put a smaller one with new roots. But you have to remove the roots to move the tree. Otherwise the tree stays where it is. It's grounded. The tree is grounded. And we need to be grounded. We need to be planted and grounded in a place close to the water. Hallelujah. In a place close to the blessing. In a place close to God's flow. We need to be grounded by having roots. Have roots. And that's what we're going to be talking about in the next in, in my next sermon, I want to talk about the root. But today, I just want you to know, you need to be able to tap into God's ever-flowing waters. And how do you tap into those ever-flowing waters? By having root. And secondly, and secondly, that you become grounded by those roots. So your roots must go deep so that you do not get moved. And you know what? While I was looking at them taking out the trees, depending on how deep the root system of the tree was, they took either a bigger digger or a small one because they knew how deep they had to go to put out the root. So your root must go down. Your root must go deep. It must go deep. Tell your neighbor, I must go deep.
have roots to tap into God's grace, into God's mercy, and the, the root must be established. It must be established. Can you go back to the picture of your root? It must be established. And when you talk about it being established, it's, it's the little branches that you sort of see of the root or the rootlets, whichever you will call them. What do you call them, farmers? What do you call those roots? Don't I have plant scientists here? Rootlets. You need to have those rootlets established. They are like tentacles. They're like, they are like holders to help you stand. And so you must have them. You need them. So that you can stand. And, and, and those also will help when you are pushed this way and pushed that way. They will help you to keep the balance. That's why they are split like that. It's trying to uproot some, some, some plants that were in my garden when we moved in to, to, to where we are staying now. And it was so difficult with some of those bushes. Why? Because they had all these rootlets all over the place. So you, I was cutting this side, tried to pull it, and it still won't come out. Why? Because there are many others that are going all over the place. And by the end of the day, after I pulled out the plant, I had a heap of roots like this. And I had to do a whole truckload just of roots from all the small shrubs and bushes that were on the garden. When I saw it, I thought this would be an easy job. Just chop, 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 dig a little bit. But at the end of the day, one whole day, ask my wife, and I had a pile of roots like this. The bushes themselves were not so much. But you know what? Those bushes would stay forever because the root system under was established. As a child of God, do you have a root system that is established? Do you have a root system that will last and make sure that you will not be moved? Why do you need to be grounded? Because there are storms, there are issues that will come your way. And when those issues hit you from the left and hit you from the right, you need to have a root system that helps you to stand. When the waters come against you and they sway over you, you can bow down, but you spring back up because you've got roots in the ground. When you don't have roots in the ground, you'll be like those trees that I saw one day with my kids that had fallen onto the ground. Why? Because the root was not well established. So the tree had outgrown the root. Never outgrow your roots. Tell your neighbor, don't outgrow your root. Come on, punch them again and say, don't outgrow your roots. Work on your roots. We need to work on our roots. That's my fourth or fifth point. I don't know, I've lost count. But we need to work on our root system. Work on your root system. We have a lot of people that are good on the surface, but underneath there is nothing. So the day the wind blows, they are gone. The day pastor doesn't visit them, they are gone. The day the sister says this and that, they are gone. Why? Because they were just on the surface. There was no root underneath. See, some of us, you can do a lot of things. I'll still hold on to Jesus. Why? Because I'm rooted in him. I know who Jesus is. I know he's good soil. I know he's next to the blessed. I stay in him. My roots are deep. You're not going to uproot me easy, bro. But some of you, just a little thing. Because the sister didn't hand you the coffee cup, you're out of church. No root. No root. 
because they forgot to call you. No root. Ah, me, call me or you don't call me. I'm still going to be in church next Sunday. Visit me or don't visit me. I'll still be here. Why? Because I have roots. Come what may, they might tease me and laugh at me in the workplace. I'll still lift up my hands to Jesus. Hallelujah. Why? Because I've got roots. Criticize me wherever you want and say, how can you be a doctor in science and still be talking about Jesus? It's okay. I've got roots in Jesus. You just can't get me out by a theory of science. I've got roots. Oh, they are taking all your money. It's okay. I'll still tithe to Jesus because I've got roots in him. Do you hear what I'm saying, church? We need to be people with roots. We need to be people that are grounded. I've gone through some difficult times. But I'm still here, still praising God. I've, I've faced opposition. Don't think that because I'm a pastor, I don't face it. Or I face it every day. <laughs> Even yesterday, some guy comes to me and says, I know you are a pastor. I respect you very much. But you have no right to speak into our lives. Oh. <laughs> you came here, didn't you know that a pastor was going to speak? I'm still here. And I said to him, you know what, I'll still speak. Thank you, sir, but I'll still speak. Why? Because I've got roots in Jesus. I know who Jesus is. I understand what he has done and how he has done it in my life. I'm grounded in him. I'm not going to lose my standing in him because he is a firm soil, a place for me to be grounded. I'm planted in him. We need to be planted in Jesus and rooted and grounded in him. Jesus, when he was speaking to them, he says, we need to be wise. Speaks a parable. Two men went out to build a house. What did one do? He went to build on the sand. And while he was building, he didn't take time to go deep. He didn't take time to dig. He just built his house. Before you knew it, he has a house. He's looking good. Before you knew it, brother is singing in the praise and worship team. He doesn't know what praise and worship is about. And so the day that he's not put on the schedule by Brother Hans, he's gone. Why? Because he was just not deep enough. But I need you to be deep enough. Hallelujah. I need you to be deep. I need you to go deeper. Tell your neighbor, you must go deeper. So he says, the wise man was the man who took his time to dig. We must be diggers. After, after this month, I want you to be a digger. And you will dig to make sure your root goes deep. You will dig to make sure your understanding of God is deep. You will go down because you want to be solid. You want to be firm. You're not going to be moved. You're not going to be swayed. Sister won't sway you. Brother won't move you. Ah, my sister. Ah, my. Thank you. But I'm rooted. Brother comes your way, tries to do X, Y, Z. Thank you, brother, but I know Jesus. I'm grounded. Money, no money in the bank. Ah, it's okay. Praise be to the Lord who helps me with much or with nothing. Why? Because I'm grounded. Several bills on the table. You don't know how to pay them. You just trust in the Lord. Why? Because you are grounded. 
And God always makes a way for you. He's made a way for my brother. Turns out to be his advantage. The man thought, I'm going to fix this young boy. Stop his internship. God says, it's okay, I'll make it to your advantage. You don't have to do 400 hours anymore. Just do 350, you get your diploma. <laughs> Why? Because God knows how to work things for you. And you need to be grounded in him. To know that I can trust in Jesus. I can depend in Jesus. I can hold on to Jesus through thick and thin. Husband doesn't come home. It's okay. I'm going to stay on my knees because I know God's going to bring him home. Ah, uh, can I have an amen to that? Amen. We need to be, to, be, to be firm in him. And so we're going to dig. You must dig deep to make sure your root will hold you in the day of adversity. And so the man who was building the house and decided to dig and dig and dig and then start his foundation from way below. The Bible says on the day that a storm came and the winds blew, the other fellow's house just crumbled just like that. But this other guy's house stayed strong. They tell a story to children about the three piglets. Have you ever read of that story or heard of it? And the story says there were three piglets. One built a house of straw, another one of sticks, but another one was wise and built a house of stone and brick and mortar, whichever version, some versions are now modern. They say with bricks and mortar. Huh? And, 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 but at the end of the day, there was one which was wise and the one which built with stones, he took time. And be, to build a house of stones, it means you also have to dig down. But if you're building a house of sticks and a house of grass, you don't need to dig anything. That's why it's so quick. And so when the fox came, like the devil will come, and he will come and huff, and he will puff, and if your house is made of sticks and grass, it will be blown away. I pray you will have a house to run to. And this is why I need you to go deep. So that those that are still building with sticks can run to your house. Ah, you should have said amen to that one. Unless you want to be in houses of sticks and stones. But we need to be a people that are grounded in the word. And so this is why the scripture there says to us, says, he is like a tree. Why like a tree? Because a tree has root. And it's a tree that is planted. I'll come back to the place of planting because God can plant you in the right place. Amen. God can plant you in the right place. And, and, and you need to have roots that are established. And the roots are those things that are underground that we do not see, but they make all the difference. And fourthly, um, well, sixthly or seventhly, I, I don't know what number I am now. And, and roots give you grounding. They give you the grounding and that grounding enables you to stand on the day of the storm. David says in Psalm 119 verse 11, O God, thy word I have hid in my heart that I may not sin against thee. He's saying, Lord, thy word will help me on the day of adversity. And so the waters that are ever flowing are the words of God. Amen. The water that is always flowing is the word of God. Of God. 
and you need to have the word of God flowing within your veins. You need to have deep roots going to get to the word of God. Amen. You need to be rooted and well grounded to be able to access and to be able to tap into the word of God. Amen. And the word of God will help you to stand. And this is why in Psalm 1 verse 2, he says, Psalm 1 and verse 2, it says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. The law of the Lord is his word. And that word is able to help you in every circumstance and in every situation. Therefore, your root must reach out to the word. And like I said, your root system must be established, means you must be able to know the word. I was talking to a teenage teacher last week, and she says she's teaching her teenagers to know at least one scripture from every book of the Bible. And I said, please give me your catalog of those scriptures because I need to teach my son and the teenagers also in AGP. So teenagers, you're going to get that booklet. But, but I, I thought, wow, this is spreading your roots right across the word. And we as adults... Maybe we should do the same exercise. We need to spread our roots well within the word of God. Our delight must be in the word of God. And so Joshua chapter 1 says, if you obey this, the word that is in this book, meditate on it, read it, study it, know it, understand it, keep it in your focus, look at it in the morning, look at it in the evening, look at it during the day, in the dark, in the light, look at it, meditate upon it on a rainy day, on a sunny day, meditate upon it on a winter day, meditate upon it on King's Day, on Queen's Day, meditate upon Ascension Day, on whatever. Whatever day it is, meditate on the word on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, on a Monday, on a Sunday. Meditate on it on a Thursday. Look on the word. Keep the word in focus. Keep the word in focus. Go deep in the word. And when you do this, you will have good success. You will have good success. We need to be a people that are grounded to have that good success. Amen. Amen. We, we don't want people that are succeeding in bad ways. When are people that succeed in good ways? There is bad success and good success. Check the scripture. It says, then you will have good success. So to have good success, you must be grounded and rooted in God and in his word. Your roots must tap into the word. And that's what you need to get to. Tap into his word. And so Joshua Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. For it to be on your mouth, it must be in your heart. And for it to have gone into your heart, it means you have tapped into it. And that's the function of your roots. So we shall be rooted to tap into it. Proverbs chapter 8, chapter 30. Proverbs chapter 30. Proverbs chapter 30 says, every word of God is pure. This is verse, verse 5. Every word of God is pure. And as it is pure, as the word of God is, is pure or is flawless, it will give you good success. And it goes on and says, he is a shield to those who take refuge in him. God is a shield. Like I said, in the day of challenge, or in the day of plenty, if you're grounded with having proper roots that go deep, you will be able to stand. Go to verse, verse 8 of that, of that Proverbs. 
Verse 8 says, you know, he's praying here and he says, Lord, remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with food convenient for me. Go to verse 9. and says, because I may become full and deny you and say, who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and I steal. You know, if you're poor, you end up stealing. This is why, you know, we find all kinds of ways to get around IND. <laughs> I leave it there. If you're poor, you end up stealing. And so dishonor the name of my God. Now, what does it have to do? It means that we need to be grounded so that we are able to handle success, but also to handle, <laughs> exactly, to handle when we don't have enough. That's what the proverb is saying. It says, Lord, help me. Your word is pure and flawless. Help me, Lord. Help me, Jesus. Remember me, O oh God, that when I have success, I will not forget who the Lord is. I've seen people that we have prayed for, when they got their breakthrough, they forgot God. They have no time for church. You know, this is one of the revival things that we're praying for for the land, praying for Europe, that they will return to God, that made them prosper as nations. And, and, and we, will, we, will, we are seeing God beginning to touch the nations, touch people. What's happening now and, and what you're seeing now is only but God just beginning to move over the nations and he will continue to move over the Netherlands. The revival can't be stopped. But we need to pray and to be grounded in order to handle what God is about to do. And what God is about to do in all your own life, you need to have roots and to be grounded. And so he says, Lord, help me when I have plenty. Help me to remember that you are Lord. And when I don't have enough, help me also to remember that you are Lord. When things are tight, help me to remember that you are Lord. When I start driving a good car, help me remember that you are Lord. And by God's grace, you will drive some good cars. Amen. Please remember to buy me one also. You will drive some good cars. When God has lifted you up. <laughs> too dangerous. I might have too many cars. <laughs> oh, I go too fast. Oh, my goodness. No, I'm matured. I'm grounded now. But, but you know, you, you, you need to understand that as God lifts you beyond your challenges, you must remember him. And the one thing that will help you to remember him is when you're grounded. But also, when you go through challenges, one thing that will help you to succeed through the storms of life is also when you are grounded. And to be grounded, you need to have root. Let's stand to our feet. I just want you to pray. Just want you to pray for yourself to say, Lord, help me to be rooted and to be grounded. Help me, Lord, to be able to go deep. Like, remember, I said we'll end up as diggers. <laughs> we'll end up having dug in, and you'll dig in. And so I just want you to pray to say, Father, help me to be grounded. Help me to be grounded in your word. I want to hear you pray. 
I want to hear you pray. I want to hear you pray loud to the Lord to say, God, help me to be rooted and grounded. You know the areas where you are not rooted, where you are not grounded, where you are not established. Lord, help me to be rooted and grounded in your word, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Help me to be rooted, grounded, Lord, established. My God, pray and say, Father, help me to be able to spread my root network in your word, in the name of the Lord Jesus. God, my Lord, I pray, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, in the name of the Lord Jesus. You know, sometimes you go through things and you wonder, why am I, do I continuously go through these things? It's because you need to find the word that will help you to be grounded, that will help you to be rooted. So I need you to pray right now. Say, Father, help me, Lord, to be rooted in my circumstance, to be rooted in my situation, rooted and grounded in your word in your saving grace in your mighty power lord rooted and grounded in the word your word that is able to save your word that is able to deliver your word that is able to heal me your word that is able to help me through the situation your word that is able to help me to keep my head to keep my cool in the name of the lord jesus jehovah i pray help us oh heavenly father will be a people that are grounded not moved by winds of doctrine not moved by all kinds of false teaching not moved by all kinds of things oh lord that are unworthy that are ungodly but god the people that stay firm oh god rooted and bearing fruit in the name of the lord jesus jehovah i pray lord in the name of the lord jesus thank you father in jesus name we pray i want you to pray and say father Plant me by your rivers of water. Plant me by your rivers of water. In the name of Jesus. Make that your prayer. You know, you can ask the Lord to plant you where there is water, where there is water. Ask him to plant you where there is water. He can literally plant you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Plant us, almighty God, in a place where there is water, in a place where Jehovah God, your word is abundant for us. Plant me, O God, in a place, O Lord, where I will have enough, almighty God, of your word. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Some of us are in a dry place. And you can cry out today to say, Father, plant me by your water. Let your river of water flow by me, O God. Let your river of water flow by me, Lord Jesus. Plant me in the right place. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Plant your people, plant your church, Lord, in the place of your abundant water. I pray, Heavenly Father, that God will be a people that are well established. That, Father, will be a people, oh God, that are strong, that are sound in your word, sound in the faith. I pray that, God, our foundation will be firm. Our foundation will be solid. That, Heavenly Father, by reason of that firm foundation, oh Lord, by reason of having root, we will stand in the day of affliction. We will stand in the day of trouble. We will stand to flourish and to blossom in the name of Jesus. I pray that, God, our leaves will always be green and 
will never wither. I pray that God will bear fruit in season. But God, we pray that Lord, Lord Jesus, plant us by your waters. Plant us by your waters. Plant us by your waters. Plant us by your waters, oh God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the people of God shout aloud, Amen.